24 of the Great Escape Minute, the daily podcast, where we dig into the Great Escape one minute at a time. I'm Rob. I'm Tom. And once again, joining us on this lovely sunny Thursday is Tierney Steele of American Graffiti, one song at a time. Welcome back, Tierney. You cannot escape me. I am back. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't I'm even stuck try. I'm cooler with you. <laughs> So episode 24 starts off with Hilt slouching down on the wall in the cooler and goes all the way till the middle of his conversation with uh, Ives where they discuss college. So this is a great minute because of the fact that it actually allows us to learn a little bit more about uh, about both characters, but mostly Hilt's. Because after uh, assessing his situation, he slouches down and then takes his baseball mitt and baseball glove and starts uh, playing catch against the wall. Which, uh, as <laughs> anyone who's seen this movie knows, is his trademark. <laughs> and it is also the intro for Virgil Films. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I love Ives' reaction to it. He's sitting on the other side in the next room, and he just smiles. Yep. It, it makes you wonder if, if 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 he's heard stories about Hiltz in other prison camps or whatever. I mean, obviously, we know that they don't really know each other because of the, the conversation that they have here. But it, it, it puts such a smile on his face. And after seeing in the last minute how depressed he became as soon as he got into the into the cell, you know, to, to, to find something that can quickly raise his spirits, especially being a baseball. I mean, he's he's got a he doesn't stay down. He he's a real uh, go with the flow guy, I guess. Apparently, and, um, and I love I love his first comment. This is, do you play baseball? <laughs> is that what you did in the states? One thing that drove me nuts is the more answers that McQueen gives here, the more questions I have because you know I mentioned out there he's like, oh yeah, I'm a tunnel, you know. 17, 18 escapes, tunneling, I am an engineer. And then at the end of the season, we're going to find out next minute what kind of engineer. And again, more questions, because this is the minute that establishes his, you know, oh, actually, I think it's next minute, it's the motorcycle bona fides. But, like, this is a college student, but a pilot. <laughs> but, but no, like, what? I need a time. I need a life timeline of Virgil Hills because I don't. This is not adding up in my brain to like a normal person. I don't understand. Well, he's not a normal person. He's Steve McQueen. <laughs> I mean, this is this is all fabrication for for the for the movie. I mean, there was none of the the, the real prisoners. You know, were known as you know, baseball players, because there weren't any Americans uh, towards the end of the, the, the digging of the, of the tunnels. So this is, this was again, uh, something that I've, I've pointed out numerous times, that they, they, they constantly try to remind everyone that this is an American movie. Mm. <laughs> this is mostly, most of the characters are, are, are British, but this is still a film that was made, that, that was an American-made movie, and that's one of the reasons why, you, you know, two out of the three above the title build actors are American actors. They're, they're, they're showing here that despite the fact that there were no Americans who escaped from this prison, this is an American movie about it. And Steve McQueen pulls a slice of apple pie out of his pocket just, and starts eating I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. 
and and that's where the baseball comes in. You know, it, it makes you wonder if if McQueen himself was a baseball fan or not. Also, I mean, we've we've talked about the fact of of what these these prisoners carry around with them, and you know, did did he have his mitten ball on the plane with him? Is it something that he uh, acquired along the way somehow? And what happens if his ball goes too far? I mean, he threw his ball at the fence. If it would have gone slightly further, he would be without a baseball. Or maybe maybe his whole bag is just filled with with, uh, with a bunch of mitts and balls. It's just, it's just a ball bag. He's got a few a few bats in there also. You know? There you go. He, he well, can that... feel the team. Yeah, uh, we had a great time realizing that um, Hawkeye Pierce in the MASH movie brought a baseball bat to Korea in his bag. It's sticking out when he uh, first shows up, so. I will say. When I I... His golf, didn't, he, didn't he bring his golf clubs with him? Yeah, they bring their golf, or they, I think they must rent golf. Well, no, because they have them at the, at the 4077. They must buy them, like. On a or, on a or trip to them. Japan or something, or <laughs> steal them. But uh, but yeah, they they play golf, um, and he has a baseball bat that they like use in his backpack. But um, you know, it's it's funny though that I call that out and like, ah ha, ha he has his baseball mitt. He brought he brought his toys to the war, sort of thing. Um, but I had friends who served in Afghanistan and Iraq, and. They have pictures of them playing lacrosse in front of a bunch of tanks in Afghanistan. <laughs> I was gonna okay, that makes that makes sense now because again, but you're you're not talking about people who are prisoners. That's yeah, the difference. They, yeah, you know, as as you know, as as any of us who've who've been in the military know, as both Tom and I have been in the military, you know, you do have downtime and you are gonna play games and you're gonna you know make sure you have stuff with you to do that, but. Is that what you're going to have as, as essential when you're when you're flying your 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 plane, you know, strafing Hamburg or whatever it is that you're, He's you know, what you're prepared. doing? Be prepared. Make sure you have exactly. Seriously. Well, it does seem like he has some sort of medallion on that glove. There is something yeah. on that glove that is shiny. I mean, it's shorter. It doesn't look like it's a full necklace type thing, but you see, I wasn't able to find a good shot of it. Yeah, but I have to I, imagine that's some sort of good luck charm. That yeah, maybe... but we know it's an we know it's anachronistic. <laughs> it's yeah. it's a glove from the fifties. So well, yeah, so the glove is anachronistic. I read his watch is anachronistic, and um, I do know later he's wearing that the gold medallion. And um, I read that was a present from his wife at the time. Like, that was his actual jewelry. Because they were saying, like, POWs would not have been allowed to keep all this stuff. Anyway, like, no no POW was running around Germany wearing a Rolex. Like, even (laughs) if it was a version available in the 40s, which this one is not. But, um, and I was like, oh, maybe it's the medallion. But, like. It looks too silver for th- it. Right. Doesn't look like the same thing. It's, so. it's a silver medallion thing. I don't know. It's very strange. <laughs> well, and how long do we think he can keep doing the bouncing with that baseball before that baseball's dead? Twenty days. <laughs> I don't think it lasts twenty days. I think he gets a couple hours of doing this before the baseball's dead. <laughs> Steve McQueen no, reinvented the dead ball era. <laughs> there we he's, go. He's not. He's not. He's not throwing it that hard. Yeah, but he's throwing it against at least concrete. a concrete wall, if not also yeah. a concrete floor. True. 
Whatever, I would get bored after like 20 minutes, probably. <laughs> uh, now, see, I not as much for baseball because, like you said, one doesn't normally bounce baseballs off concrete for practice. But um, when I did play lacrosse, throwing against the wall, just hours of my life gone to that. It, it, anytime you found... That was actually a consideration when I looked at apartments was like, what's near a place that has a good wall for throwing? Because that is like, your brain just shuts off and you just do that for hours at a time. <laughs> wow. Okay. No, I guess it's different when you're doing it somewhat, uh, you know, either uh, professionally or amateur, as opposed to just doing it for the fun of it. For the fun yeah. of it is amazing. Yeah, I, I think this is his... This is his way of keeping his sanity is with the baseball. It, say, Hiltz will keep his, eyes will lose his. If only Ives had a cricket ball with him. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> I've got a cricket ball laying around here somewhere. Here. And I, mean, I, I love the way that this, this minute also helps establish, you know, who Ives is. He's a tunnel man. You know, you're able to, to to get that out of him from the way that 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 he he says four four over four over seven under. Yeah, he's so uh, proud of himself, <laughs> and I love you're seeing the gears turning in Hilt's brain. Oh yeah, as he's getting this information and like asking how. Now, I, I was curious because I saw a couple different heights for Angus Lenny, like with. With, like, a three-inch discrepancy between them. So, I don't know how... I mean, at least we know Ives is 5'4". But. No, but as we've, as, we, as we've discussed earlier this week when we were talking about Tom Cruise, um, just because, I, you know, I, yeah. the character's height is a certain height doesn't necessarily mean that the actor has the same height. You know, you don't have to have the same height. It is a pretty great contrast between the two. When they're walking in through the gate to the cooler, the height... Like, the contrast between Ives and McQueen is pretty great. Or yeah. Ives and Pelts, I should say. Yeah. Um, now, it's funny that you mentioned about the, that, that, that he says that he's five foot four. Now, he's British. He doesn't talk about feet. He should be saying it in meters. So this is, again, another point where they're showing that this is an American-made movie. Well, but England does all sorts of weird things with, with their measurements. Because they've got some... Measurements and heights and miles as well as meters and England just yeah, but they, and they have stones. Stones. stones, stones, exactly. Stones is like twenty-two pounds or something it, like that. It's, okay. it's to make you set, make you feel that you're you're slimmer because I'm only four stones as opposed to. Except that doesn't work with uh, clothing sizes, which are always like you're a giant. I'm like just normal. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, I love that they're already. And I think Ives a little bit too. Like right now, he's just talking, chatting, but like you're starting to see the gears turning, and definitely as the conversation goes on, Ives starts to pick up. Like, oh, we're not just exchanging pleasantries. <laughs> like you're forming a plan. <laughs> so I did notice when Ives gives his five foot four, you know, he kind of stands up tall. You know, it reminded me very much of. And I can't remember if it's Merry or Pippin in the Two Towers when they were drinking the um, the the, the, the Antwater. No, the Antwater. And it, oh, the Antwater. No, I'm no. the taller one. No, I'm always yeah. And no. you, but just that they 
used that same body language and motions when they were in that scene. I very much reminded me of that. Just right. Like okay. Well, I actually, I actually just looked it up, and it turns out that in England they do use feet. <laughs> For height. So, so there you go. <laughs> they measure height in feet and inches. But they do enough things different in their metric, but then also not in metric. Like they have enough of their own stuff going on that we all believed it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But again, this is still. I'm assuming it's 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 another way to point out that this is an American movie. Because if they would have said, if they would have asked him how tall he is, and he would have said, oh, I'm 164 uh, uh, centimeters, <laughs> and most Americans would go, okay, and what does that mean? Yeah. I do love, I listen to a podcast called Stuff You Missed in History Class, and they always, every measurement they give, they have to give, you know, American and then international, you know, meters or whatever it is, because... <laughs> Every, every number has to be given a couple different ways because they're an international show. <laughs> oh, well. So I, ha- I have to assume you didn't look up that feet to centimeters, but you were really close, Rob. Um, hello, I live in a country which which uses centimeters. I, so I knew, <laughs> I knew the answer. <laughs> here I was trying to say you did a hell of a good job. You missed it by uh-huh. 1.5. Four, four centimeters, and I'm trying to extend an olive branch, and you spit in my face. I see how it works. <laughs> I didn't mean to, to, to do that, but the, the point is, is that that I'm I'm familiar with both. Yeah. I live in I, I I you know growing up in America, I know about uh, feet and inches, and uh, living here, I'm able to I, I know about the metric system. <laughs> there we go. Um, one thing that I know about is baseball mitts of the 1940s, and I can tell you that ain't it. Yes. If you've ever seen the actual baseball mitts, because like I said, I did a show on A League of Their Own, and looking at pictures of it, like, it looks like they shouldn't work. Some of them, the fingers aren't, like, the fingers are not connected. It's literally like a a glove that you're using instead of a mitt. And, uh, yeah, old baseball, and, you know, actually that one was probably from the 30s, and it's like, oh, I've had this mitt forever. But even so, there's, uh, yeah, they, they, uh, Baseball mitts back in the day were, they just look comical now compared to what they are now. So, yeah, I was very, you know, it it looks beat up enough. And I think there's also, there's something about the way he's holding the mitt with his leather jacket. It's just like, yes, here is Mr. Cool again. Exactly. Steve McQueen, James Dean, you know. Yeah. Now I've, I mean this this scene of him throwing the ball against the wall has been copied so many times over the years in so many different uh, places. And one of my favorite is: Have either of you seen the miniseries from the Earth to the Moon? Yes, I love that show. Okay, that's yeah, that's that I love that miniseries Spider. and <laughs> and Spider that episode <laughs> shows. <laughs> the the way people were thinking in the 60s mm-hmm. uh, and after having seen the movie and just and but the good thing in that movie in in that uh, episode is that uh Matt Craven throws doesn't throw baseballs he's throwing uh, racquetballs which actually bounce back mm-hmm. <laughs> which make things a little bit more easy <laughs> easier to do even he's though he's also uh, not in a confined confined isolation <laughs> and he also doing it. he also isn't limited to one ball yeah <laughs> As we see in the the final scene of the of that episode, you know, where he has like hundreds of balls that are stuck on top of the roof. Yes. Yeah. 
And uh, the other day we were discussing about The Simpsons, and there actually is a reference to this on a Simpsons episode from from actually just this year. I thought that was that was great. It's a comic book. What was his name? Comic book guy. Yeah, comic oh, book guy. I could have sworn there was something with Maggie doing it with like a little kid's ball at some point. Yeah. Well, uh, no, no, no. It's what? Okay. Okay. Comic book guy. Comic book guy throws it against the wall, and this is this is an episode that that uh, it was called the Dad Feelings Limited, which was it, it was the first episode of of 2021. Hmm. So it was back in uh, January. Okay. So yeah. Why? What other references did you come up with for this? Do you, do you find uh, other references where, where you love how uh, they, they deal with this? Yeah, I feel bad because I can't remember what episode it's from. But I remember it being like a squeaky ball or something every time it went off the wall. <laughs> I'm also just a big fan of Maggie, Simps- Maggie Simpson-centric things where she has her own adventure. Those are my favorite episodes, so. <laughs> It, it stuck in my mind a little bit better. Right. But. No, I wasn't just talking about The Simpsons. I was saying in general. Yeah, you know. that, that, that was the only one I could come up with. Mm-hmm. There's the Charlie Angels movie, Charlie's Angels movie, where when Bosley gets caught, so you see him have a ball and throws it against the wall oh, when he's in jail. I had completely forgotten about that. Negan does it in The Walking Dead. You know, he when he's when he's in his cell, he throws the wall, throws a ball against the wall. Pretty much the, the the big ones that I found. So, do we know where this idea came from? Because I read in it that, um, like, this wasn't McQueen's idea. He thought it was kind of like weird that this guy just sits there and throws a baseball. So he wasn't a fan of it. It wouldn't have been in the book because, like you said, it definitely was, was not in the book. So, like, do we know where this idea came from, or why they decided to do like? Oh, his thing is that he throws a baseball <laughs> against the wall when he's in the cooler. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I wasn't able to find. No uh, oh my god! If I were the person that thought of that, I would use that to get free drinks for the rest of my life. Like the entire world would know. <laughs> I mean, you could start now. Like, oh yeah, that was my idea. Well, unfortunately, I was not around in 1963, so I don't think anyone would believe me. But. Well, you can say it was your dad's idea and pass it off as your dad's oh, idea and break on his name the rest of your life. <laughs> but yeah, it's so weird. There are so many things like that where I'm just like, I don't understand how we don't have this information. Like, people who have lines in movies and you can't figure out who it is. And it's just like, what are you talking about? Why would that person not be bragging about it constantly? <laughs> Man, times were different in the movie making industry. Because <laughs> they didn't have IMDb. Uh, All right. Well, do either of you have anything else for this minute? Um, No, we had all of those. Not specific to this one, but from earlier in the week, I was put on assignment to figure out who I share a birthday with. Ooh. Ooh. A day early. Hit us with it. The only one that I, well, there was two I recognized, and one of them is Randy Jackson, who was an American third baseman in the 50s for the Cubs. So, there we go. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea who that is, so. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, Tom. Nice little pause. (laughs) Wait, what is it again? It's February what? 10th. Right. Now everyone knows. You got to loop the podcast around so you can be excited on your birthday. <laughs> um, I, we, I actually I, I, think we are going to get there. Uh, nice. Oh, 
Yeah. Okay. Or, or we just finish right before that or something. No. We're going to finish on the ninth. Just. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. We're, we're, we're gonna, we're, we actually get all the way to March first, so, so we're good. Well, we'll see if Tom can ever figure out when my birthday is. <laughs> we'll have some fun. We'll get. Uh, I know uh, uh, Paul Sullivan, who did Bull Durham Minute, does Happy Birthday to Major Leaguers on his social media, Sully Baseball. So I'll make sure <laughs> that he knows that third baseman Randy Jackson <laughs> needs to be touted that day. He's dead. <laughs> That's okay. It's still his birthday. <laughs> Here, Emma Roberts was born on your birthday. Who's the, should I know? This is actress. hilarious. The complete disconnect between you two with celebrities is a beautiful <laughs> thing to watch. <laughs> wait, 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 what year were you born? 90. Oh, no, she was born in 91. She's one year younger than you. Yeah, sorry. Complete <laughs> silence on both sides. <laughs> Well, someone start throwing a baseball against the wall. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to be doing, Tierney. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, right, well, but yes, I'm all set for this minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, one of the things that we didn't mention was the, or didn't discuss was the, the idea that, you know, when they, they start talking about uh, what he did when he was in college, basically I asked him. He asks him if he's basically a gym teacher. <laughs> That's what he basically says. And and why would he think that? Just because he plays baseball? Just because he's throwing a baseball? Like, what else has he done that that would make you say, oh, that that makes me think that he would be a you know a, in fit, into physical education? Not really sure. And then obviously the the response of chemical engineering is not something that anyone would have expected. More and more questions, the more we learn about these people. Yeah, but I think it's part of it. I think part of what they do here is is to keep us trying to guess more and more about what these characters are doing and who they are. They they, they purposely don't want us to know everything about them. I don't know. That's what I think. So if neither of you have anything else to say for this minute, Tierney, you have any – you want to once again give your plugs – Sure. Um, the easiest way to plug my podcast is to direct people to onesteelsister.com. O-N-E-S-T-E-E-L-E-S-I-S-T-E-R. Um, I have a page for my shows and I have a page of guest appearances because I foolishly thought there wouldn't be too many of them and it would be nice <laughs> to keep track of them. And that page has grown quite a bit over the past few years. So. Uh, yeah, my, my guest appearances are on there and, uh, that's just kind of a great catch all. Things. All right, excellent. So, anyone who wants to get in touch with us, you can contact us via Twitter at uh, Great Escape MXM. You can uh, find us on our Facebook group, The Cooler. You can send us an email at thegreatminute at gmail.com or you can visit our website, thegreatescapeminute.com. Tally ho! Tally ho! Tally ho! Tally ho.